Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers? Pavo here. Um, What you're about to hear is the audio from the very first WTAF of this country podcast live that we recorded, um, as I'm recording this, last night at the Sundar Theatre in Sirencester. Thank you so much to everybody that came. Um, it went better than myself or Neil imagined it ever could. Um, thank you very much to the legends that are Michael Sleggs, Jimmy Walker and Paul Cooper for being our special guests. Um, we had so much fun. Now, the recording of the audio, unfortunately, the audience wasn't mic'd up. So please believe me when I say that they did laugh. Um, You can sort of hear that in the background. Um, And obviously there are parts in it where we had visual things going on. So you may have to use your imagination if you weren't there to, you know, to understand what's going on. So some of it may not actually work as an audio podcast, but uh, hey, if you want to know what happens, then you have to get tickets and you have to come to the shows. Um, so again, thank you ever so much to everybody that did turn up. It was so much fun. Um, so I'm going to leave you now just to, uh, enjoy the show and, uh, take you back to the, uh, mists of last night when, uh, 270 This Country fans packed into the Sundial Theatre in Sirencester and we also had just an hour and a half of, uh, good fun. Uh, I'll be back a little bit later on uh, with some Patreon news and just to say goodbye. So have fun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to WTAF of This Country Podcast Live! Please welcome your host. It's Pablo.
to Cal. Two weeks of jogging has done piss all for my stamina. How we do? <coughs> How we doing? We okay? Wonderful. <laughs> so, we have a packed show for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It's so nice to see so many of you wonderful fans of the best TV show on TV at the moment. This country. I feel like it's a political rally. I feel like I can literally say this country. What was that, son? Fucking hell, we started already? Anyway. Has anybody listened to... Shut the fuck up, will ya? Jesus. We've got three hours to get through, so just shut up. Anyway, how many of you listen to the podcast? Top five in the iTunes charts, you were. Thank you very much. Please subscribe if you have your iPhone or any other phone. Subscribe to the podcast if you do. Uh, I can't do anything else until I introduce the man who has just come in on the number 51 bus. He can swing a mean nunchuck, but he knows his range. He's not a big, bold fanny, unfortunately. Uh, he loves his... <laughs> I just realized I got some... Uh, my daughter's in the audience. I just realized... That's not the right thing to say. Um, he loves this pole dark. He fucks up Bakewells like Mr. Kipling. He's not a cockwomble, although ironically, his penis does look like Uncle Bulgaria. It's Neil! There he is! Nicely done. Come over, we're going to record a podcast. Yes. You didn't tell me there's 270 people watching me do this. But we're recording a f podcast in front of a load of friends who are fans of this country. Well, hello, everybody. Nice to see you all. Now, I want to see... Hello. <laughs> I want to see how long it's going to take for that to wear off when I say, This country! We're like five minutes in. You lost your calling. You should have been a panto day. I should have been. Really. You really should. It's behind you. Anyway, just to let you know what's going to happen tonight. Tonight we are going to delve into Series 2, Episode 2 of this country. This country! It's starting to wane. It's already starting to wane. I can feel it. Uh, threatening letters. We have a couple of uh, very special guests who are going to help us through with that. Uh, but first, now I don't know if any of you have already peaked. Has anybody, has anybody peaked? I bet. <laughs> yes, you do. Underneath your seat, you all have a present. Now, would you like to get the present out? Please, for environment's sake, can you please take your rubbish home with yes, you? We don't we want are, to see it floating on the chair. We are a green podcast. We are. We're a very environmental now, one. I do hope that you all um, enjoy that present. It's like, um, it's like Christmas Day in Bernardo's. It is. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, always thinking, aren't we? Always thinking. And I'm glad you all enjoy that, because do you know how long it takes to wrap 270 fucking Screwfix catalogs? 
I don't know. Ask my friend and my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> now, two of you in your uh, Screwfix catalogue have got a very special little extra gift. I'm not sure who has got the special gift, but two of you have a very special little gift. So I'm just going to say that. Just going to say that. It'd be nice to know who's got them. They're all shaking, look. They're all shaking. I hope we put them in. Because that's going to be a real pisser if no, we haven't. did, we did. Yeah, we did. Please let us know if you've got one. All the lights are coming on now, look. Oh, oh yeah, look, loft ladder. No, oh. yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to say yay. Okay. Uh, moving on. Now, we do a uh, Patreon, um, what's it called, page. Like a donation page thing. And to save us a stamp, uh, we actually have somebody in the audience that very kindly donated $5 a month to us. Uh, where's Paul Carpenter? There he is. There's the gentleman. Would you like to come up and get your reward? A round of applause, please, for Paul. Thank you very much. He has a postcard signed by Daisy Cooper herself. So please go to patreon.com forward slash WTF. We have loads of fantastic uh, rewards, don't we? Rewards, that's the word, not goodies. Yeah. So what else is happening then, Neil? Well, let me tell you, we want to say a huge congratulations to Will and Daisy on their engagement. Look at the beautiful couple. I think we should give them three cheers, don't you, for that? Three cheers. Hip, hip. Hip, hip. Hip, hip. This oh. country. I've <laughs> got the bigger cheer. So, yeah, congratulations on the lovely couple. Beautiful, beautiful. And uh, next we've got the uh, congratulations on the awards. Now, did you all watch this? The BAFTAs. Man, how good was that, wasn't it? For it's them? been an amazing time for the coppers. Coppers, yeah. That what knobhead. A knob. What a knobhead. <laughs> the coppers. Um, and also, not only that, but tomorrow, obviously, it's going to be the end of it, but uh, Fulham. Well, yes. Any Fulham fans in? Oh, there is. There we go. Who was that you were in? Just one solitary <laughs> Fulham fan. Well, oh. they're going to be very happy tomorrow, hopefully, because they have Aston Villa, is it, in the, in the championship playoff? Well, fingers crossed. So it's been an amazing time for the Coopers, hasn't it? The Coppers. For the Coppers. Indeed. So, like I said, we have the Series 2, Episode 2 uh, chat. Uh, we're going to uh, talk about threatening letters. Later on, we have the Big Bastard Bake Off. We have three cakes backstage, and they look lovely. They do. They taste... No, they no we haven't tasted... We need to see the three chefs. Where are they? Where are they situated? We Got have one, one there. there. Oh, one over there. One there. And... Oh, Front, down there. And one there. there. Okay. We will get more from you a little bit later on, if that's okay. Don't look so worried. It's terrifying. Don't look so worried. Uh, and obviously, we have some surprises uh, popping up as well. I don't know about you, but I'm safe to say we all agree that Series 2 was an absolute triumph. Would you say that? Favourite series? Ooh. Let's have a little bit of a, a taste Ooh, test. Yeah. Put your hands together. I don't mean do that. I mean clap. Uh, for Series 1 is your favourite. I'm doing the clapometer. Okay, series sorry. two. Oh. Now we recapped episode one, series two last week we on last week's podcast, where I made the awful blunder that I thought when Curtin was talking about blockbusters, he meant the TV show. Now, did anybody else think this? Did you? Who was that who said that? Yeah. I was absolutely flummoxed on last week's episode when no, Neil I, said no, it was the, the shop. Even though Curtin says online streaming was... The didn't, it didn't compute. I thought it was about Bob Holness. 
Uh, anyway, I'm going to say that this uh, episode two, Threatening Letters, is my favourite episode of the whole series. I don't know about you. It's up there at the moment. I think I'm going to have to watch them a few more times until we get to the end of our run, our in-depth uh, look at an analysis at the series before I make my mind up. Is that all right? That's fine by me. Sure. Is that okay with you? Is that all right? Okay, right. Uh, to help us dissect and examinate uh, the episode, we have Excuse some friends... Excuse me, examinate? What the fuck is examinate? That's right, isn't it? No. Examinate. Examine. Just examine. Examinate. Exterminate and examine mixed up, is that? Is he right? Is he... Just saying. Examinate is a word, isn't it? Examine, all right? Okay. Right okay. again. Scribble that out. Happen to do this show again. You know, right. Do you remember the movie, The Exterminate? No, the Daleks used to say it. Yeah, examinate, the... examinate. Anyway, to help us dissect the episode, we have some friends with us. So first, he loves his orange squash. His membership of the Dump Gang is still under review. The man, the legend, it slugs himself, Michael Sleggs! She called me Mr. Bombastic, tell me fantastic. Now, we don't want to leave you out. We've got you a present as well. Yeah, you have to open it. It could be something different. It could be something different. Right, uh, drum roll, please, everybody. Oh, it's a screw fix catalogue. Oh. <laughs> so, how are you, Michael? Very well, thank you. Well, first of all, thank you very much for gracing us on this stage. All right. Yeah? Good. Things going well after season two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? All good. I've got an agent. Just... Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Player! Is that what the kids is that the kids say? It? I don't know. You look younger than me, so... Do you know what an agent kid. is? What? Player. Is that, do they do that? Player. That. Right, let's examine what you've been... Uh, do that again. What you've been up to. Hang on, hang on. Listen, I've just that fucked up examinate. I'm never going to be able to do that. Hey. Right. So, Michael, tell us about your ex- experience then on the set. Um, <laughs> so, uh, of this country, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, obviously, but... <laughs> you are there. Particular episode, or...? Yeah, this particular, yeah, this particular episode, so you're yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the you one where they, it. you know, chuck the slushy out my hand, and it's dreadful, and... Everybody in here is with you. I know, well, it was. It looked like real pain on your face. Mate, it was. Was it? Having a bad day. Now, what flavour slushy was it? It was about. It was blue raspberry. I think I went through like 10 of them that day because we did so many takes, but you know. That was the one one good thing that day. Now, on the Comet Relief, where you drank all that orange squash, you had to go round the back and was sick. Yeah. With your microphone on as well. That's right, yeah. Were you sick because of all the slushy you were drinking? No, no, actually, I managed to keep that down. Well done. I know. Thank well you. Well done. Thank you. There you go. So, yeah. Thank you. Is blue raspberry your fra- favourite flavour? Uh, I didn't really have an option, to be honest. But okay. yeah, it's all right. He's not that big a star yet. Yeah. He can't choose what colour flesh is. Fleshy? Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, fleshy. Fleshy, yeah. <laughs> right, before we go disgusting. any further, though, uh, Michael, I have to clear something up uh, with you. Why are you so crap at opening bottles of bubbly? Oh, can we just, has anybody seen this? Anybody That's, else seen this? Lights down, please. Congratulations and well played. 
Now, I have to ask, is it just bottles in general? No, it was, I was being chivalrous. I was trying to make her feel like a big... Were you with me? Was, was that like with you and me, with me in the back? Because I had to open your bottle of bird in the back. <laughs> Again, chivalry. Trying to make you feel like a big man. But, you know. Oh, you don't need to make me feel like that. <laughs> just more pies. <laughs> now, one of the things that um, Daisy and Charlie spoke about when they came in and did a podcast with us... Um, when we asked them who should be the next James Bond, they both said you. <laughs> of course. They so, genuinely did. So I we thought that you should maybe do a little bit of a, uh, an audition, if you don't mind. Well, especially as now, you know, you're looking for more acting work. Yeah, and, and got... obviously the agent's going to be... Yeah, now, obviously you can read. Yeah. I take it. Yeah, just... I wasn't yeah. trying to diss you. Diss your man, hey? See, I'm doing it again, mate. Action. Oh, Miss Muddy Penny, I see you're impressed with how I threw my hat in that stand. Now let's shag. Nice. I think that was a good one. First one. Number two. Oh, Q, what a nifty gadget do you have be, to defeat my devious enemies. Now let's shag. That's a good one. Last one then. Here we go. Should I just get to the end? No. no. The whole lot. Oh, Your Majesty. It's an honor to work for the Queen and Country. Tell us, Shag. The new James Bond, ladies and gentlemen. The new James Bond. Well, Daniel Craig's only got one more in him. He has. That was good. Sorry. We will be back with you a little bit in a little while, Michael. Stay okay. where you are. Don't go anywhere. I shall. Terrified. <laughs> Terrified. We'll plug your seat in, in a minute. Right. Right, so let's get on to our next guest. Um, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Oh, um, <laughs> um, where? Oh, Mr. Examinate. Mm. Even know where to look on a fucking bit of paper. Right, there. we're there. I told right. you. <laughs> right, now be worried where you leave your mug and be even more worried if you find an envelope on your doorstep with his writing on it. He makes a mean Vicky sponge, but he's shit at Battenbergs. You know him and love him as Martin Mucklow's Dan Greaves. Well, th- hello. <laughs> hello, Jimmy. You all right? Thank you very much for joining us oh, today. Oh, man, this is my BAFTA. This is my BAFTA. I'm serious. <laughs> it really is. This is your audience. This is your audience. So, uh, now, we said you come all the way from Norway. That isn't entirely true. No, though, that's not it? entirely true. Uh, I've just moved back to the country full-time, so I'm currently in this country. <laughs> Works every time. Do you want to have a go, Slags? <laughs> this country. <laughs> How much fun is that? Do you want to have another go, Pav? I'm gonna, I haven't had a go yet. Can I have a go? This country. <laughs> I thought everybody was going to go quiet there. <laughs> <laughs> 
So also, Jimmy, you are obviously, if people watch Save Me on Sky One. Three people, yeah, cool. Nice one. <laughs> Cheers, Mum. Uh, appreciate it. And also in the movies, Hurricane Heist. Oh, God, yeah. Is it- if you like hurricanes and you like heists, trust me, it's the movie for you. I'm not even joking. It really is. So you, are you a proper Londoner? I am. I was born in Walthamstow in, in East London. Oh. Born and raised. That's the where of the East 17 Bells. came from, wasn't it? That is, I, and, you know, and Jonathan Ross, two of the greatest things yeah, to come East out of London. Yeah, but 17, Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> and what about Danny Dyer? Does he, um... Nah, he's, a, that... he's a fake Londoner. He's, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's mugging us all off by calling himself a Londoner. Mugging us all off. Got to learn that one. Right, so I've got a few quotes from Danny Dyer then. Because you've got a London accent. But I think you should give us your best, uh, Cotswold accent, your, your accent from this country, and then repeat the Danny Dyer lines. Yeah, I'll give it my best shot, all right. So, no one ever asked Santa what he wants for Christmas, bless him, the fat bearded pisshead. <laughs> Danny Dyer is the height of... <laughs> the height of... He is. He's, 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 he is. Yeah. He's the voice of a generation, he really is. Great. Beautiful summer's day. Such a shame the flies are floating about, the shit-eating busy pricks. <laughs> Actually, on the last one, do you do it in Cockney? I've got to hear it as Danny Dyer. Danny Dyer. Hardest men in Britain. Right. <laughs> Beautiful summer's day. Such a shame the flies are floating about. The shitty, busy pricks. <laughs> Have we got one more? There should be one more. Yeah, one more? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's one more. <laughs> right. Helen Mirren. Even when she's done up as the Queen, I'd bang her. Yeah. <laughs> Round of applause, please, for that. That was wonderful. <laughs> Wonderfully done, Jimmy. Uh, so how was the uh, experience for you on Threatening Letters? Oh, it was incredible, absolutely. I had GoPro cameras shoved down my trousers and pointed up like that. And uh, No, it was fantastic, you know, in the presence of greatness. Charlie, Daisy, Paul, and obviously Michael here. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Honestly, it was one of the best uh, best acting experiences I've ever had. It was so casual, so relaxed. So is that what your Stonkon was? It was a that, GoPro camera? So you know you know the tripod, and you know when you want to like put the GoPro on it and move it about a bit, or if you've got it on a helmet, it's like bobbles. It looks like sort of anal, anal beads or whatever. <laughs> and you can twist it, and it stays in place. They attach one to a sound belt, stuck it down, and then when they cut away from me... While they're talking about, yeah, actually, that's not a bad letter. Um, I had to stuff me out down my trousers and pull it up. But obviously, in the heat of the moment, I only got the sort of first two. Um, and that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> in my eyes, it still looks impressive. I'll give, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. Sorry. I'll give you that. Okay. Well, we Our should. final guest, uh, what can we say? He can blow up a hot water bottle. Was best mates with Fred West, best in the West. And likes to give rides on his Big Dipper. He's just flown in after piloting a flight from New Zealand. And he's an utter shithouse. Yes, it's Martin Mucklow himself, Paul Cooper! Now you see, Paul, they do all still love you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So just on that, have you had any bad experiences yet? Apart from us calling you shit eyes? I get a few few, uh, uh, funny things on Twitter. Yeah, a bit of hate mail. Well, the funny thing is, 
Uh, I was discussing with Slugsy, um, and he said, uh, I said, how many selfies have you had this year? And he said, about 150 in Siren. I've had one, which was this week. <laughs> and Charlie and I, there we go, yeah, that was you. <laughs> That's your first one. Charlie and I were in Cheltenham a couple of weeks ago, and we were kind of doing our own thing. And um, this bloke comes up to Charlie, and he says, um, uh, can I have a selfie? So he has a selfie. He says, I saw that Martin Mutclow earlier. I wasn't going to ask him. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of hate mail. It's good fun, really. It's great being an actor three days a year. Yeah. I mean, but, he did sort of make you the most hated man on British TV for about did, a week. did, yeah. It, I was in, in the kind of list, isn't there? There's a kind of bad... There's a kind of bad list, apparently. I'm kind of somewhere between odd job and hand job or something. I don't know. Sure, whatever. But to be fair, Martin is a fucking shithouse. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, he? kids, How for they... writing, you know. Um, yeah, he is. He's you awful. You bastard. <laughs> Not you, but you. But me, yeah. I'm we'll examinate that a little bit later. Oh, um, I can't do it. I can't do it. You're break um, unfortunately, oh. we haven't got anything for you to read out. I will just say before, we have given Jimmy a present as well. Oh, we have, We've yeah. got Jimmy's present. It could be something different. What is it? Well, open it and say. see. Do we both open it? Yeah, you both should both open, open it at the same ball, time because yeah. you'll be surprised. But it's a screw fix catalogue. <laughs> what have you got, Paul? Screwfix catalog. Yay! No expense. Wow, bit. signed by yourselves. Woo. Yeah, well. That's going on eBay. No extra cost. <laughs> no extra cost. devalued it, haven't you? Like completely pence. devalued it. Now, the one thing we noticed um, that this country, especially Series 2, after what Martin Mucklow got up to, has reverberated all around the world. We've uh, managed to find that it's gone from uh, sports stars to movie stars to politicians. Uh, we find out that uh, Antonio Conte, of uh, Chelsea manager, however long he's going to be Chelsea manager, uh, we find this quote from him. He's a little man uh, in the present, and for sure he will be a little man uh, in the future. He's not very happy with Martin Mucklow. Uh, we also had Seth Rogen, the actor. Actra? <laughs> Actra? <laughs> the actor. I worked with him once a decade ago, and I was like, this is a bad dude. I'm never going to work with him ever <laughs> yeah. again. And everyone is just like, yeah. And Matt Damon as well. You had to spend about five minutes with him to know that he was a bully. He was intimidating. That was his, that was his legend. Uh, and Noel Gallagher also had something not very nice to say. <laughs> he can lick my balls. I don't give a fuck what he does. We managed to find one person that actually was in his corner, though. Surprisingly. Just friends, just friends, and uh, it's a good man. He's been doing well. Long time. We've been friends for a long time. Donald Trump. So how long have you known Trump? <laughs> About 12 years and a bit of golf together, you know. Is he best in the West? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely the best. <laughs> now, the way, before we start um, uh, diving into threatening letters, um, your voice... Is that your natural voice, that dark oak mahogany what? balls over a razor blade? Take him out to dinner first. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Is this a date? Um, no. Uh, well, how it happened was um, uh, after I'd kind of persuaded uh, the kids that maybe dad should have a part, uh, they said, um, we want you to listen uh, to the YouTube or watch the YouTube tapes of... Fred West being interviewed by the police. 
And that's the voice we want. So I went away and did it and did a screen test. And, you know, the, the director and uh, producer said, yeah, okay, give him a chance. So, yeah, that was it. Thanks, Fred. <laughs> you out there? <laughs> Rose. Forever, forever in our hearts. Forever, bless him. He was good for something. Well, oh, God. <laughs> That's <yeah>. not good. <laughs> Uh, could you just say may the force be with you in your Martin Mucklow voice may the force be with you you just need to <sighs> behind you you could well, you be could, yeah, I was going to say Slugs could stand behind him as Slugs <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> right we are going to now look at uh, uh, series 2 episode 2 threatening letters and uh, where is Rob is Rob about Ladies and gentlemen, another round of applause, please, for Rob Grace, your warm-up for tonight. Thank you very much, Rob. Rob has a roving mic, so if you want to ask these guys any questions, please put your hands up, and uh, if we can see you, we will get to you. Is that okay? Anybody have any questions now? While we're, we're straight up there. Where did you get the name This Country from? Um, it was going to be called This Country of Ours. And I think the producer, uh, I think, and then the controller of BBC Comedy, uh, Shane Allen, said it's kind of too long and it might have some Brexit kind of <laughs> right-wing <laughs> connotations. So he said, no, it's got to be called This Country, but it was going to be called This Country of Ours. They, um, originally, there was a, a, a pilot um, uh, done with ITV uh, called Kerry, uh, and it was completely different. Charlie wasn't in it at all, and it was a love interest. Um, but um, that kind of absolutely fell into a kind of big, big hole. And yes, they are gutted. Um, but um, so yeah, it was. It kind of came from that. But it was going to be called. They had, they had kind of about a hundred names. They just wrote out on a on an A4 piece of paper, tiny writing that. Uh, but uh, they just kind of wrote loads and loads of names, and it, it got to this country of ours, and then Shane Allen stepped in and said, no, I think this country, and that was it, really. So it wasn't actually the kids. It was Shane Allen. Well done, Shane. Well done. Uh, any more before we move on? Great cowboy as well. Right, okay. Here we go. So research shows that young people in rural Britain continue to feel marginalised and disadvantaged. To further explore this problem, the BBC returned to a typical Cotswold village to see how life had changed for the people living there. So, Kerry and Curtin are at Mandy's. Now, here's another question. Has anybody else fallen for that same thing, thinking that the whole computer was that bit? Anybody? Yeah, thank God for that. I thought I might have been the only one. Seriously? Yeah, I, when they first started, I thought that was the whole bit. I never understood what... Now, just look down the line. They're all looking at you worried. No, <laughs> I wasn't very computer savvy when they first started coming out. Right. I can remember buying Football Manager, the game, and I loaded it every single time I played it. Right. And then I couldn't understand after like the 20th time of playing it, I had no space left on my computer, because I didn't realise you only loaded it once. Oh, bless you. The Luddite. Is that right? Luddite? Is yeah, that's, right? a good, that's a problem. <laughs> hey! Examinate. <laughs> so, um... See. So, uh... Yes, so Mandy and uh, asks for 50 quid. No, Curtin asks for 50 quid. Mandy asks no, for Mandy 50 quid. asks Curtin for 50 quid for it. It's going to be a long night. Uh, I think that Mandy should be negotiating Brexit, to be perfectly honest, because I think she did a fantastic job there. Uh, Curtin had an offer that he couldn't refuse. I love the fact that Curtin and, Mandy, uh, Curtin and Kerry look absolutely shit-scared. 
Right. We've spoken about Mandy before in the previous podcast. Now, everybody sort of knows a Mandy, don't they? We all know of a Mandy around the towns that we live. And we're all pretty shit scared of her when we were younger than her. Weren't we? Do you... I'm going to name so. names in Siren Sister because I'll probably still get my ass whooped. <laughs> There's probably a couple of them in. Yeah, yeah probably. Oh, I'm going to get my ass whooped. Yeah. Ooh. So we go on to uh, Mandy and her beloved uh, CompareTheMeerCats.com. And uh, what I love about it is whenever it's referred, it's always CompareTheMeerCats.com. It's never just the meerkats or... No. No. Anyway. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then we meet Sue for the very first time. So we've got a little bit of a video. Come on, can I come in? Well, you can, but I ain't got a shop. Well, do you think you can go to a shop because we're out of new roll? Why can't you go to the shop? We can't. What if I get attacked or something? Attacked? No, that mug is going to A little bit of a, a question behind the curtain. I don't know if you guys know. How do they actually do that? How do they... Is it done to like a backing track or...? No, it's, it's a big speaker. Up, so up the stairs, literally a huge, great, bloody great speaker on the stairs, kind of ghetto blaster, and, and that's playing live. So what we hear there is what's coming through the speaker. Yep. They don't put that over the top. Yeah. And funnily enough, that came... That happened about eight years ago um, when Daisy came up with... Carry idea, and she was playing around. She had a small camera, and she was playing around and didn't have any work or whatever. And she did, she did the Sue thing then as well. Um, Kerry's new camera, so she was trying to figure out and, and had this camera. I don't think it's on on YouTube, but that was the that was a two minute thing, and that was the, the start, and that was eight years ago. My old granddad used to use that expression, "scare the toothpaste back in the tube." Really, I love it. It makes me laugh. What it's, to you? Yeah, no, when, I, when he was there at the birth. All right, yeah, sorry. Christ. <laughs> Christ. Like I say, it's going to be a long night. Okay. And the first uh, appearance of young Dan there. Look at him. Bless. So was this the first thing that you filmed for the... Uh, no, the first thing we filmed was with the infamous wheelbarrow scene. Right. But we will, came a we little will bit come on to that. And uh, I mean, we made the decision that he's, he vapes. Curtin thinks he vapes, but Dan actually vapes. Right. He doesn't smoke, he vapes. Nice. Um, so, yeah. And I just, yeah, they just told me to just be as nonchalant as possible. But in the back of your mind, you are deeply in love with Kerry. Just never fucking show it. And uh... <laughs> I think you play it very well there. Because now that you know, well, we know that you're in love with Kerry, that has a bit more of a sinister turn to it. Because you look like a psychopath that's just waiting. I'm available for weddings, but it's... <laughs> Yeah, so I, that was sort of what I, yeah, that was just it. Like, like yeah, you, you, wanna, you want her to put you over a vice, smash your head in, but just don't show her. Just act nonchalant about the whole thing. And uh, that's sort of like where that came from. Uh, so how long were you actually on set, Dan? Uh, me? Oh, <laughs> Standing character, Jimmy, um, sorry. I was on set for, on and off for a couple of weeks, so back and forth. Um, yeah, about a couple of weeks. Because we'd done a lot of, because there was a lot more films than was actually in the episode. We were just... Me and Paul were talking about it. A lot was actually cut from this episode. That so yeah, there's, there are whole sort of scenes that have been cut that we might get into a little later. We can have a little. You, talk you, about could, you could probably do another whole series on, on what was cut. It is, and is there going to be like DVDs? I know that a lot of people online keep saying you know DVDs with bloopers and and deleted scenes and stuff like that. Is there a? I, I'm, yeah, I think there's been some you know with the ITV thing and stuff. I think there's you know a few 
things have to be sorted out. So uh, legal, they, yeah. There was with Universal, so I think there's a few things before that happened. Okie dokie. Don't forget, if anyone does have any questions, please do put your hand up. If yeah, let us know. See you. Let us know. Okay, uh, so uh, Curtin starts his job, and Martin has a few rules. So no moaning, no complaining, no negative Nancys. What's a negative Nancy? I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't like the work, the circus is in town, and they're always looking for clowns. 30 clowns. minutes lunch. And Tuesday, of course, is Cake Tuesday. Least delicious cake buys the rhymes at the keepers. Right, now Dan gives his mug rules, and then Capiche. Capiche. Yeah. Wants, now, is that something that Al Pacino says? In absolutely. That? He, he models his whole vibe on Al Pacino, obviously, as you can see in the series. It was basically a bit-by-bit bit impression of the whole thing, you know. Apart from going, ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. <laughs> you should have just done that again. Ooh-ah. I thought that I was on the day Al Pacino. That was but, it. Right. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, I had, a, I had a huge argument with someone on Twitter about the mug. Because they were saying to me, the mug was clean. It was clean the whole time. I've gone frame by frame, there was nothing in that mug. <laughs> and I thought, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> Go to work, mate. Like, stop it. I didn't even notice that. Right. <laughs> Curtin then disses Swindon and Luke Norris. And Martin Mucklow is not happy. At all. Look at that face. I mean, look at that face. Are you a Swindon fan? Do you like Swindon? Oh, somebody here. Well, we know you're Fulham, really, but do you, do you follow Swindon at all? Yeah, I look at their results. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through squinted eyes. <laughs> yeah. How many times did you actually have to smash a rug on, uh, mug on the road? Well, the first two times it didn't smash. It just bounced up and down. <laughs> and then we realised it was made of rubber, and then we went back on that. No, no, it, on, yeah, I just wasn't smashing hard enough. And we had to get it so it, like, disintegrated into a thousand pieces. I almost took an eye out because it split in half and hit, almost hit me back in the face. So yeah, probably about eight, nine mugs were smashed. And then obviously we've got to sweep them up every time. And uh, Well, Curtin has to, yeah. 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 Do you know what? Like in real life, Charlie doesn't do much. He has people doing everything for him around. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay, so we go on to what is one of the most iconic um, clips. Questions. Oh, we've got another question. Oh, okay, I won't press play yet. Paul, thank you for putting the videos on YouTube that you have put on, but can you put some more on if you've got any? Me what, sorry? The videos you put on of um, Kerry being Kerry. <laughs> Kerry being Kerry. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, definitely will do. Do you actually know Luke Norris and like, all his family or not? <laughs> I think that they kind of... Didn't, didn't we make it up on, on the spot? We were looking, we were looking for a footballer. And, we, and, and Charlie went, Luke Norris, he's been playing a bit shit recently. And then, and then that's where it came from. The first AD had to look, is he, is he playing currently? And they, yeah, he played last week. Okay, we'll use him then. I love the fact that when you go on Twitter afterwards, like Luke Norris is going, what the fuck is this, this country? Because <laughs> one of the random things that happened to us is we, we managed to get hold of Andy Fordham and he followed us. And he said that he hadn't seen the show, he said, but the following day after that episode... <laughs> He said he couldn't understand why everybody was going on and showing this picture of this woman <laughs> in a... In a like, what the fuck is going on? He said while well, he went like that. Okay, right, this is one of the most iconic scenes uh, in comedy history, I believe, so sit back and enjoy this. Oh, 
Oh dear. Oh god. Oh, oh, no. Okay. Oh. oh dear. Oh god. Oh god. No. 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 No, that's bad. Just like that. Right. Next load. Just a quick question, Kirsty. Um, yes. Are you going to do it like that every time? I, I shouldn't think so, no. Okay. Now, we've said in previous podcasts that... Yeah, a round of applause, yeah. I think, for that. I've just got to ask a quick question first. Jimmy, now obviously you're stood there straight-faced. How many takes did that actually take? We were talking about that as well. It was actually only a couple. It was only a few. But the first one was about seven minutes long. Right. I'm not even joking. It, it took forever. And we, we were standing there, and we obviously had to keep a straight face the whole time. And Paul was sort of like there. He wanted to go over. And well, I, at one stage, I thought he was stuck. You know, and he's my, I thought, oh, flame it. I better go over. And, uh, and I thought the camera was still rolling. No one was kind of talking. And, and for a split second, I was going to go. But then thought I better just stay here and see what happens. Because I didn't know that bit was going to be filmed. Right. So they kind of said, right, just... And we weren't even told what to do, I don't think. We, right. were, we just kind of stood there. So we weren't actually kind of told. You know, we just kind of stood and watched. It felt, it felt, it felt like the right thing to do. Yeah. Like, you know. Absolutely. Well, we've said in previous podcasts that that is on the level of like Laurel and Hardy kind of slapstick comedy. So we wondered what it would be like if it was an old-style silent movie. So uh, have a little look at this. There you go. That's it's, what it would be it's like. It's just how well. Ah, a round of applause for that as well. How well that actually fits, isn't it? The, the, the silent comedy. We've said it in many of the episodes, like Daisy's expressions and things like that. Very reminiscent of like Laurel and Hardy and the expressions they use. So. Did Charlie ever get hurt while doing that scene? Oh. oh someone else Did someone get hurt? How many bottles have you got out there, sir? <laughs> Pisshead. Oh, that. Bloody Erica, isn't it? Yeah. If they'd banned. Uh, no. Uh, well, in the wheelbarrow, it was half bricks, half foam kind of brick, polystyrene brick. So it wasn't such a, a big load. No, he, you know, he, he, he kind of, he just kind of did it. You know, there was no rehearsal. He just went and did it, you know. And I think he just had it in his head and uh, amazing, really. Wonderfully done. Right. Uh, Kerry and her threatening letters. Uh, Mandy comes over to say about the uh, baby. She's got a baby Oleg now. She's got a baby Oleg, smoke-free, pet-free home. Oh, wonderful. Kerry tells Mandy about the letters, so Mandy reads one of the threatening letters. We have a couple of threatening letters, which we will get to in a second. But first, Mandy shows Kerry her kung fu skills. Well, 
I never leave the house without a pair of these. Why, you ask? Well, this is why. Okay. See that? Pure martial arts. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Do a defense or you can do a punching. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah. yeah. Ah! Uh, yeah. Don't worry, I've got me range. I've yeah. got me range. Now, what we're going to do now? Defense or I punch? Do, I don't we know. Don't, no, we okay. don't. It's a punch. Oh. And I can get quite close to you. Yeah. You put me on the record. Yes. I was going to say, Pav, the look on... Another act of applause, indeed. The look on Daisy's face when she's doing that, I've only ever seen that look once before, and that's when we were at Swindon Comic Con, and the guy who was on the stage, Spencer Wilding, who played Darth Vader in the Rogue One, did a kick. And that expression, you wonder what you look like? There you go. He's like six foot seven, isn't he? He was. And we were on stage doing a Q&A... And he decided to do it a roundhouse kick, yep. is that what they call it? Yep. Without me knowing. And it was, it, his sole of his boot touched my nose. If I'd have gone, what's that, mate? Like that, <laughs> he'd have knocked me head off. It was but a- he was six foot seven and he's Darth Vader, so I'm not going to say anything. We were, was, um, Jimmy and I oh, were, were there when Ashley... I was um, about to say the same thing. Oh, God. We, 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 were, we had a coach. We had, we had a, an amazing coach came for a couple of days over from New Zealand who is... Um, What's its she, personal? She's the like acting coach of Nicole Kidman and um, Julia Binoche. Um, Amanda Harcourt, amazing lady. But we also had a nunchuck instructor. <laughs> Someone who came in specifically to teach Ashley how to do that. <laughs> and they went into a little room and Ashley comes running out crying with laughter. <laughs> and says to Simon, the producer, you've got to film this guy. <laughs> Doing the nunchucks. So I think she got quite a bit of the, the kind of... Yeah, he uh, just took himself so seriously. And just like was keeping eye contact with her the whole time while he was doing it. <laughs> right, we, uh, we uh, did a call out to some fans to ask for their own threatening letters. And uh, we've got three that we'd like you all to read one each, if that's okay. So there's number one for Paul. Uh, this one is for you. Mr. Sleggs. And number three is for you, Jimmy. So, uh, Paul, if you would like to do it in your... You can do it in character, if you like, in your best Martin Mucklow stroke Fred West voice. What about my daughter? It's a bit odd, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) We're in the West Country. (laughs) And this is from Emma Baker. (laughs) That's not a Martin voice, is it? That was like Punks and View or something like that. Dear Kerry, I lie awake at night tortured by the very thought of you and your super strength and what you're capable of doing to me. This is weird. weird. <laughs> Maybe not such a good idea. Can I be arrested for this? I, mean, <laughs> I dream of you harness pulling a massy Ferguson tractor single-handedly towards me in a windswept field deep in the siren Sester countryside. As you approach, you disentangle your mighty frame from the harness. Lift me high above your head. Fuck me, you must be strong. And invite me to count the lions on your England shirt. 
Your cousin Curtin appears, his presence unwanted. You scoop him up and use him as a battering ram against the mighty oak that sits at the edge of the field. An angry mob approach. Big Mandy and Trevor amongst them, with an almighty charge in your spade-like hands, spinning like Linda Blair's head in the exorcist. You drive into the baying group that have gathered, scattering everyone around the field like discarded corn at harvest time. Yet again, I'm amazed and excited by the sheer Amazonian strength and courage you show. Seeing my rising ardor. Is that ardor? <laughs> ardor. You place me across the plank like your plank-like shoulders and give me a fireman's lift back to the village where you take me home and force me to be turkeys, dinosaurs, and pour soda stream cola down my throat until I struggle for breath. Oh, Kerry, my Kerry. How I yearn for you, Emma Baker. That was Ryan applause for that. <laughs> okay, number two, Mr. Sleggs. Uh, this is by Kath Layton. Out there somewhere. Um, yeah. Dear Kerry, your eyes remind me of the ocean. I compare you to a useless, lifeless muscle clinging to a rock. <laughs> it gives me a tingly sensation watching you from my bedroom window. I get thoughts which give me, give me goosebumps on end. But not because I'm scared, it's because I'm excited. You know I am previous with S Club 7, but that's history now. It's all about you. We both know I've had bad habits, habits care. You moved me and I took a sign for our love when I showed you the Meerkat collection. Uh, your enthusiasm made me fall in love with you. I loved your act, random act of kindness, selflessly, oh, selfishly, sorry, uh, <laughs> brackets, who, is el- uh, who else is connected with themselves to do this? Uh, lastly, really liked how you wore my tattoos of love. I made them for you proudly. I love you, Care, and I will protect you. I will protect what is mine, manned. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> Although I'm not sure which one was more creepy. <laughs> okay. Jimmy. Now, before I read this, uh, where is Lee? Lee Craig. Perhaps. There oh, he uh, is. Now, Lee sent, sent me a, a copy of his first draft uh, via Twitter about a month and a half ago for me to look over. And it was the ramblings of a psychopath. Um, <laughs> it's the kind of thing you see in, like, public toilets, but it's written in, like, blood and shit and stuff. <laughs> and... And I said, to, I said, yeah, maybe tone it back a bit. It's a bit descriptive. And nothing's changed. Absolutely nothing's changed. <laughs> so here we go. Is that the same letter? It's basically the exact it... same thing. Okay. Buckle up, people. Here we go. Right, I'll do this in stand. Right. I dribbled in my cats and pants again last night. I can't <gasps> stop thinking about you. I really enjoy collecting the tumble dryer fluff from my belly button as it reminds me of your baggy woolly jumpers. Today, I fantasized that I collected your farts in some cling film and used them as incense in my kitchen drawers. I want you to tie me up in my utility room on my hot point and pour dishwasher rinse aid over my left nipple, then spring bicarbonate of soda on my eyelashes. I like to pretend my willy is an anteater <laughs> and have you pour live ants in my pants and show you how manly I am. I'd love, I'd love to use my lettuce spinner as a sex toy. Put some really wet lettuce in it and place it on my lap. 
I ask you to do a really fast spin and suddenly it opens up under the pressure and the wet lettuce fries out and lands on my cat. <laughs> I love my neck curtains when they hang silently in my window. They remind me of your wedding dress when we will get married. I wrap myself in them so tight that the hooks come off each end and hit my nostrils. Before I go to sleep, I make myself lemon zest sandwiches as it reminds me of your perfume. The ramblings of a fucking psychopath. <laughs> Round of applause. Can we, can we just have the house lights up a little bit? I want to have a look at Lee. I want to see what this guy looks like. Can we? Can we? Is there anybody up there? House lights up a little bit. Is anybody in there? There we go. Where is he? There he is. There he is. A round of applause, please. (laughs) Yeah, he looks like a psychopath, and I should know. (laughs) Oh, blimey. House lights down again now, please, quick. Please. Okay. That was actually pretty good. Fair play to you. That was good. Uh, So, Curtin attempts his cake baking. Um, Obviously, fucks it up. Because that doesn't look very good at all. Uh, and offers it to Curtin. No, offers it to Kerry. But Kerry isn't right. Okay, so uh, it's cake day. Dan amazes with his Vicky sponge. Uh, Curtin's shop uh, bought is a fucking disaster. So was that part of the this, this scene and part of the script of the, the old crumble test? Or? No, that was, all Mark, that was all Paul. Yeah, exactly. so that was kind of made up. And the, uh, because we had to do a lot of takes with that particular one and i had to eat about five the the most kind of tesco value and they were that horrible kind of sweet sticky thing and i felt so ill you did well though you're you're an improvising genius aren't you thanks that's okay (laughs) i think we got another question oh Oh, we got another question question. hang on two seconds you did have your hand up didn't you thank god for that otherwise that'd be really embarrassing well, you've already answered that. I was, <laughs> was going to ask, did Dan actually bake that Victoria sponge? But I guess the answer is no. Did all I... the jib that you give on Twitter. I'm all, I'm all talk, mate. I'm all talk. Trust me. It's nonsense. Did I bake the Victoria sponge? Are you serious? You thought I fucking... They hired me to be an actor in this job. But can you bake as well? Because we've got no one to do it. Got another one. <laughs> yeah, 40 crew kind of standing idle while he's... Another 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Pav, we got, a, we got a surprise. Somebody's bought a shop bought one. Ooh, who well, bought a fucking shop bought? Get off the stage. And uh, just put it on the yeah, on the on the it, thing. Eh? I, yeah, who was that? Who was that? that? We'll decide the forfeit later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least me and you can eat later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now you want me to eat? Mm. <laughs> that was very <laughs> camp. <laughs> I didn't eat. <laughs> I'm seeing a whole new side to you. Yes, okay. Right, Uh, one of the other uh, legendary moments of this will come to you now, Mr. Sleggs. Um, Obviously, Curtin's shop bought disaster. Curtin had to do a forfeit. And uh, I feel I should have, like, the Simon Bates R-Tune music going on in the background. Uh, This is the moment. Wait, mate, how's it going? It's not good. Oh, really? What's wrong? It's really low, mate. Why? Just found out. Katie's been sending messages to other guys on Facebook. Shit. What sort of messages? Sexual, mostly. 
Oh, God. Oh, so sorry to hear that, mate. Thanks. Uh, she says she doesn't know what she wants. Yeah. I'm going over there now to see if I can work things out. Mm. Well, it will, it will work itself out, mate. It's, it always, yeah. I hope so. She's really fucked in the head, mate. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that really was pure hurt on your face there, wasn't that was. it? So we'll ask the same question. So how many takes did that? Well, well just uh, yeah, it's on. It's on. Um, that actually, I mean, I didn't laugh at any of them. So. Uh, what a pro. <laughs> which compared to the first series, I laughed at everything. Um, but I think just for options, they did about like five takes. Right, so did they ask you to do anything different, or were you, you pretty much doing the same thing every time? Pretty much the same thing. I think I went through about ten slushies drinking them before I had time to <laughs> roll action, but, you know. <laughs> Your tongue must job. have been really blue. It was, it was, it was chemically blue. Nice. <laughs> Industrial cleaner. And I think it was one really long take, wasn't it? We did the whole cake thing. And they just carried on filming, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, I think so, yeah. It didn't, it didn't, there just, was no you break. You stand there for about 30 seconds just looking at the ground in complete despair. And yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Now, we couldn't help but have a little bit of fun with, um, with that slap. So, uh, it's coming up. I'm just really fucked in the head, mate. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you want to just give him a hug? Don't you want to just give him a hug? I, I, was, I was watching Michael's face while he was watching that, and he had the same look. <laughs> then. Oh, really? Oh, bless you. Okay, so now we're going to go over to Neil, because Neil's going to give us a play-by-play about that whole slap. So, Neil, over to you. Right, thank you very much. Let's take a look at these moves and technique of this classic drink slap. So, first off, notice how Slugs is unaware... Then we see the old school raising of the arm. You see that? Followed by the big slap. It's coming. It's there. Oh, yes. It's there. There we are. Look. Boom. He then makes the technical move away from the victim, leaving his opponent in confusion and borderline despair. All I can say is this was a textbook move perfectly executed. Now, over to you, Pav. Thank you very much, Neil. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Oh, well, we got over, we just got to have another look at that lovely uh, face. Oh, oh no, look no. at that. That looks so purple. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it was freezing, to be fair. Bless you. Oh, look. That face should be on a stamp. Please don't. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's... Are you calling Michael a queen? No, <laughs> not at all, not at all. Uh, so then we have Mandy's stalker story, uh, where we find out that uh, actually she was a stalker, yes. whereas uh, Kerry thought that uh, she'd been stalked. Stalked on? No, don't say stalked Stalk. <laughs> Stalk. Then we have... Stalker. I love that picture. 
I don't know if you can see that that very well. Uh, Curtin, Martin and Dan at the Keepers. And we get the Big Dipper story from... uh, (laughs) From Martin. Again, now this... There was a deleted scene in this... um, in this scene, wasn't there? So masses of, of stu- masses of stuff was right. cut from the pub scene. Unfortunately, it was some brilliant stuff, but they just had so much material. It was mainly because the bartender was actually serving me and Charlie real beer. About halfway through, he got bored and sort of said, "Fuck it, you guys want a little?" And it was only about that much. But after fifteen takes of shot in beer, and yeah, we got a bit silly. Got a yeah, silly. I, 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 because they didn't change my bit. I wasn't poured another one. I was given apple tizer. That, that's what they use every time. But these two were getting pissed and pissed. More pissed on every single take. So by the end of it, it was pretty lifelike. So how many takes was that? That, that sort of that particular part of the scene with the Big Dipper and... Well, the way we did it, we actually just continuously carried on shooting. There was no cuts. We were just sitting at the pub and they just would, they were at the back. He'd tell the story and then they'd say, oh, tell them another story, tell them something different. All right, then go back to that story. Pour them another beer, get them another thing. So, yeah, the whole, it was basically like a one 15-minute long take, wasn't it? Yeah, and a lot of improv as well, um, which unfortunately didn't get in, but they, there was one kind of you know, piece that, that's been used on, on social media. But, yeah, that was, that was a brilliant night. And there's a whole load where Charlie's kind of staggering out drunk and f- throwing things around outside, but unfortunately... There was a scene where uh, Martin shows Kurt and how he makes all his money from the keepers about how exactly how he works the fruit machines to get it to pay out exactly when he wants it to. So that it was, was only well, 50 yeah. grand a year or whatever it was. So you, Jimmy, you must love this. You're thinking, I'm getting paid and I'm drinking all fucking day. This I is mean, great. we weren't supposed to be drinking all day. It wasn't, oh, like, right. it wasn't part, of the, part of the deal. <laughs> we just did it because, you know, we're mavericks like that, you know? And method. Um, method actors. Yeah, totally Indeed. method. Um, so yeah. the one thing that you shouldn't do is uh, call Martin Mucklow a big, bold fanny. Oh, oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, yeah, let's do shots. Come on. Come on, George. Get the shots out. Daniel, have a shot. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Come on. Maybe I'll do it. Come on, When we're uh, when we finished and we're all in the bar having, uh, just go up now and call him a big bold fanny. See if he has that picture <laughs> of his face, or maybe don't do. Yeah, that. I was going to say that's not very nice, is it? Uh, so Mandy is out staying a welcome, uh, and then Mandy admits to stalking Hannah from S Club, and it's a shame that we because we've no, we've met Hannah from S Club. We, we have at one of the comic cons. And funnily enough, at the last Comic-Con, they had to get rid of somebody who was actually stalking her. You're right. Do you remember? This is totally true, ladies and gentlemen. We were there, and there was all this kerfuffle, and some woman had sneaked in and become security, hadn't she, or or one of the helpers, and it was actually her stalker, and they had to bundle her out. Bit of drama. There you are. True story. (laughs) Bit of drama. Uh, Frosty reception for Curtin as he goes back on site. Uh, Martin says that uh, he can metabolize a pint in five seconds. And Dan in... Five minutes. Me and Sorry. Yeah, five seven, did I say five seconds? Yeah, Christ. Christ. <laughs> bring the beer on. Come on, bring it down. Uh, and also Martin says he doesn't work with clowns, only kings. Curtin believes that he can't believe that he's been sacked. And then Curtin says that he's heard about all the rumors and that uh, Martin has got all the gear, but no idea. Is that right, Jill? Yay! <laughs> oh, I love her. 
And I love the fact that Martin looked, look at the fa- look at Martin's face there. He looked really hurt that somebody has like questioned his manhood. Mandy's still being Kerry's body, uh, bodyguard uh, while they play Happy Families, but only for my, uh, Mandy's rules are playing Happy Families. Curtin joins them, but then another letter is posted. Dan confesses. The group agrees that Dan can write letters, but shows how strong Kerry is, but with none of the sex. Mm. Now, Dan is egging Kerry on. I think we've got a picture of that. There you go. She, she looks like she's going to turn into the Incredible Hulk in that picture. Um, and I, I, You know, I, the first time I saw this episode, it never occurred to me that Dan was like a manipulating her in this mastermind thing of getting her really angry so he can get a stonk on. Because that, that actually we came up with that whole idea on the day. Like originally, the, he tells a story about lifting a thing over his head and um, sort of, oh, there's no, it's nothing sexual. And he goes, well, no, because like, then my trousers fall down and that's what happens next. And that's when he gets kicked out. But, uh, but uh, yeah, Daisy came up with the idea of the Stonkon, which put the props department on complete edge because they had to find an erection or whatever last minute. And I don't, know where, I don't know if any of you tried to find an erection last minute. But it's, it's some of us can do it all right there. <laughs> some, sometimes it's a struggle. Sometimes it's a struggle. It's not what no trouble when there's a big dipper involved. <laughs> Is that right, Jill? <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so I think the only way we can finish this episode is with a picture of Dan Stonkon. There it is. There it is. No gear, but all the ideas. Yeah. Uh, and then Kerry and Curtin play Happy Families. That is the end of episode two. Now, just talking to uh, Michael and that out the back, originally that wasn't the ending of episode two, though, was it? Oh no, we came up with a few alternate endings where they actually get really into the idea of the strength letter and they start like sitting down and brainstorming ideas, turning it into a movie and then Curtin gets really, what wants to really be in it but Dan's like, no, 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 it's it's only Mandy and and Kerry, we're fine with that. (laughs) And then the whole thing just ends with them sitting around a table brainstorming how they can turn this fantastic strength letter into a movie. Um, But obviously we decided to scrap that one. Well, there you go. That's the end of episode two. Now, we have uh, just one more thing we're going to do. But before, I think, Neil, you need to go and uh, grab a few things, if that's okay. Uh, I, hopefully, on the end of the line, we're going to try and... uh, We've got it set up, I think, Alex. Uh, On the end of the line, we're going to try and get hold of uh, Sue Mucklow. So, I'm just going to... Let me see if I can... Hello? Hello? Sue? Sue? It's Pavo from WTAF of This Country Podcast, where I'm here with all the crowd of this country. We just wondered whether you uh, wanted to come down and catch the last part of the, uh, of the show. I say, well, can you come and listen to the... Come, just come down. There's, all your fans are here. Oh, Jesus. Just well, stop what you're doing. Come down to the Sundial Theatre. There's loads of your fans. Is that worth looking at? I don't even know what she said. <laughs> Hang on. I'll press the button again. 
Probably best leave her alone. Best leave her alone. Are you all done, Neil? They're all there ready. Well, sorry then, Sue. Uh, everybody here is going to give you a massive cheer when I say cheer. So, bye, Sue. Cheer! <laughs> no, off you go. Bye-bye. Okay, right. We've had enough of this. Now, we asked for a few cakes to be... We uh, did. We put a request out for some baking to be done. We did indeed. It did indeed. Can you hear me? Am I on? Can you hear me? That's okay. Okay. So we're going to play this. And watch again. Welcome, ladies and gents, to the first ever Big Bastard Bake Off! Three contestants will be putting their baking skills to the test. Uh, now, we do need someone to dish out the slices. Is there an Alex Stiddard in the audience? <laughs> if it is, he's got a very yes. high voice. <laughs> Where is he? Alex? Stand up, please, sir. Right, would you like to come down to the, uh, to the front? And uh, the, the stairs are there. Come up onto the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause, please, for Mr. Alex Siddard. It's like, <laughs> Hello, Alex. Please shake, shake everybody's hand. Nice to meet you, sir. I've only ever seen pictures of you. Come on over here, Alex. Yeah. Come on over here. I believe it's your birthday, sir. Is that right? Yeah. Ah. Uh, when exactly is your birthday, Alex? Uh, 30th of May. I think we should all sing happy birthday, don't you think? A one, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alex. Happy birthday to you. Round applause. You can really so, tell that was the most surreal moment of his life so far. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we're, just about make, make, we're just about to make it even better. We have a little thing for you. We, we do. want you to get cake all over you. So we have a, an apron for you to wear. So uh, when we say the actual cake, if you can divvy it up, because uh, we have Martin, Dan, and uh, Slugs here who are going to do the taste tests for us. Uh, I, can so, I just say, we would like to choose which order it goes in. Okay. Which order would you like it to go in, then? You, what do you reckon, Mark? What do you fancy? I reckon... Uh, I reckon B. B? B? Yeah, yeah. yeah. fancy a bit of B. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, well, Martin and uh, Dan, would you like to go over where the cakes are? Because it might be easier, and... Slugs, if you want to, if you want to go over, yeah. you can uh, stretch or well, you can share my share Neil's microphone. So start cutting, please, that Alex. Is, yeah, that'll be nice. So this is uh, cake B, which was uh, provided by. What's the name on the back? Who, whose cake is this? Oh, oh. Joe Hansen's. Joe Hansen. Where's Joe? There's Joe. Now, I will keep score. We need a crumble test out of five. There's some nice carving going on here. Okay. Are you supposed we also to carve need... a cake? Yeah. <laughs> Cut a cake, I mean. 
Uh, right. A- appearance, crumble test, George, and taste. Crumble test. Yeah, it's a cake. Uh, first of all, it's the crumble test. Yeah. See if it's got a good flake to cake ratio. Yeah. I mean, when you break it, it should, it should naturally crumble. It's not, a shame. Not the greatest crumble, Mark. <laughs> and if you, it doesn't really crumble, does it? Um, very moist. Yeah, it's very moist. That's not always but a bad that's thing. all right because yeah, baking is. It's not always is, a bad thing. Yeah. Moist is mm, good. Not, not at all. Yeah. 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 But let, let's have a little taste of it. All right. I'll have a little bit of that as well. Do you want a bit then, slugs? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's, this is when I come alive when we have. Uh, that is moist. <laughs> that is well moist. I love a moist bird. Yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to cake, well. Do I get a bit as well? Ooh, yum, yum. Ooh, that is moist. What's that I'm tasting? That's lemon drizzle, that. That's a lemon drizzle cake. Bloody it's a very strange shop aftertaste yeah? Shop bore. Is that burnt I can taste? There's an aftertaste there. It's not the best, it's not the worst lemon drizzle I've ever had. No, I'm, but it's definitely not forfeit. Yeah, there's worthy. a lot of drizzle in there. That's, that's, that's why it's not, so moist. More drizzle, not enough lemon, yeah. really. So, Martin, where are we on uh, appearance? What do you give out of five? I, I'd give it a high two. <laughs> A high two. Well, it's just a rectangle, isn't it? So, you know. You're right, it is. He knows his shapes, old Dan. Uh, what about the crumble test? Well, there was no crumble, was there, really? Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I like to feel it. It's the texture in you. So, out of ten, It's out like five? sex, you know. You, it's that, that feel, that crumble. Is that right, it, Jill? It, it, I, you could... <laughs> but I reckon that with that, you could... You could you know, you don't need Play-Doh in the house, do you, really? You can, you can build anything with that. You can, look, sculpture it. There we go. That's a, that's a man reading a book. Um, All right. You got a portable shower here I can use. No. <laughs> you mugged yourself off there by squeezing that, didn't you? I did. So, Crumble, what are you giving for Crumble out of five? Uh, well, there isn't one, but... I'd say I'm going to give it a one. A one? One for okay. Crumble. Okay, and taste? Taste, I'd say, a strong free. Maybe a low four. There, there's a taste there, yeah. There is taste. It does taste, taste of stuff. Can, can we do a half? What? Three and a half. Can we do a half? Three and a half. Just a half. That was fine. No, okay. three and a half. Three and a yeah. half. Three and a half. Three and a half. What one are you doing next then, Martin? Uh, we're doing this box. Now, I don't, I don't know about you, Martin, but that looks shopboard to me. That really does. Hold on. Hold on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was about cakes. It, or I might so miss... Who, who did see? Who's this? Tracy Smith. Tracy, Tracy where Smith. are you? Where's where Tracy? Hello, Tracy. Yeah. Now, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to tell everybody what it is? Is it... I don't know. Is it cheesecake? Is it flan? I don't know. Well, thanks for letting me know. It sounds amazing. Okay, Tracy. We need a word. Because um, there is something we need to talk about. <laughs> there's cake. And there's cheese. Two separate things. <laughs> Never the twain shall meet. <laughs> it ain't a cake, you know, it's like... I take it we can't really do a crumble test on that, can we? Anyone got a straw we can use to eat this? <laughs> yeah. You thought yours was moist. <laughs> oh, Jill? Crumbled, it crumbled. There's a bit of crumble there. That's a good crumble. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, How much please. chocolate did you put in this, girl? Wow. I'm buzzing. <laughs> that is... Do you good, want to taste? Good crumble at the bottom there. 
Have some of mine. Go on, be a man. Eat out of his hand like a man, all right? That is a chocolate fix, that is. I feel pissed. So, Martin, what are you giving it for appearance? Um, yeah, I, I, it's, um, well, it's cheese, isn't it? It's more like camembert, really, but... Does it look like nice cheese, though? I, I give it a four. Four I, for I appearance? Think, I think it's in the lead. What about crumble? Actually, I'd not a bad crumble. Not a bad crumble, I ain't crumbling that. So are you looking at a low score for the crumble? Well, I'm looking at a low score for the cake. Because, as Ryan said, it's not cake, it's cheese, isn't it? You're right. With chocolate mixed in it. Yeah. So I'm I'm saying it's minus one for cake. (laughs) I'm saying minus one for cake, four for taste, two for crumble. But with that minus four, it leaves us as a strong two and a half. If, if I'm my not sure. Correct, I've got no idea. What the hell are you talking about, man? Strong, two, two and a half with the math, you know. Two I'm not half. sure how you can crumble a chocolate milkshake, but there we go. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Get back. Can you get back a bit? You've got a bloody sponger here. Look. That's a bloody sponger right there. Get back. Really? 30 yards at least. That is dense this as This is a scientific nightmare. I've come across five of these. I can tell it in an instant. Every one in 125,000 cakes is a sponger. And what happens, it's a chemical reaction with a bicarbonate of soda and the other ingredients. That is a ticking bloody time bomb. (laughs) We should be out here already in that car park. There's only one way to actually find out about it, and you know what the test, <laughs> test is. Do I ever? Yeah. <laughs> what we, is it? What was it? We were, we were at Bury St. Edmunds. That was we it, Bury St. Bloody, Edmunds. Oh, that fate, that village fate. That was it, yeah, the, 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 the pagan festival. Yeah. yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. bloody pagans. Bloody pagans. 30 <laughs> killed, wasn't it, with one of them? Yeah, Sponger. Like There's only one way of knowing, because what happens is, it is kind of shot-bought, but it's... It's Travis Perkins' shot ball, because all it's good for is fucking ballast. There's only one way of... Tracy, where are you, by the way? Oh, yeah, no, no, you, no you've had your turn. Lucy Roberts, where are you? Down, down the front here, Lucy, down the front. Okay. Are you trying to kill us all by bringing us in here? <laughs> Do you have any idea what you've just done? So we will try the lift test. And if I explode, just run. It's weighty. Weighty, isn't it? Do you want to have Mark? Oh, yeah, I'll give you a hand, mate. I'll give you a hand, mate. There we go. Are you all right? Who's this woman? Why is she giving us a hand? Come on. <laughs> all right. Put it on the table there. All right, all right. Jesus Christ. Probably had a workout today. <sighs> right. Explain yourself. What happened? I think probably you need a few words about bacon. Can you just come up on the stage? <laughs> Steps are that way. You make, okay. get, you make it dense, we take offence. Isn't that the same, Martin? Yeah. Can you get a, a round chair? of applause, please, for one of our brave bakers. Can you bring a chair over, please, Neil? You can feel the force there. Just put your hand there. Dan. I know, I've already got radiation poisoning already. Christ, it's madness. Christ. It's madness. 
Okay, Lucy, take a seat. No one gets it right the first time. <laughs> you see, bacon's about trial and error. Yeah? I mean, even the great Mr. Kibble himself would admit to fucking up his first couple of bake rolls, all right? But I think you've done all right, to be honest. Sure. But you've got to do the forfeit. Them's the rules, right? Yeah. Uh, and the forfeit is to actually open the cake up, okay? And then cut a slice for us all. Okay? You want to do that now? Right, guys, on the other end of the stage, come on, quick. <laughs> okay. That's about the distance. It normally kind of starts reverberating and flying across the room. She can't open it up. <laughs> exactly. It's sealed. Yeah, look at it. Vacuum. That's uh, a death weapon, that is. <laughs> Maybe it's the wrong Come on, Alex, round. earn your money. Come on. Well done, sir. Oh, nearly. There we yeah. go. There we go. What, watch her slice this. Yeah, come on, then. Boys, leave me. Might be safe. Yeah, come on. Let's go for Britain. Come on. Right, okay. Take a seat. Uh, do you want a bit, slugs? Jesus Christ. You'll have to bend down to eat it. Yeah, you, ain't, you won't be able to get it up to your mouth. Kneel down and eat it, for God's sake. You can't get it any higher. Jesus Christ, look at his face. It's gone the colour of that slush puppy. <laughs> How is it, Michael? Look at the crumble, bang, bang, bang. Good no crumble. holes on the floor. Okay, right, we need, a, we need a mark for this one. So, the crumble test. Crumble test is a four for me. Yeah, I, I think bring, uh, bringing in uh, 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 a nuclear warhead into a, into a theatre is, is, is top stuff, Lucy. So, I, I'll give that a four. Yeah. Okay, I, I and appearance. Appearance. Looks appearance, pretty. yeah. Lucy, she's dressed nicely. She's all right, she is. <laughs> I give it a 10 out yeah. of 10. I mean, yeah. I prefer, I'm the Big I, Dipper. <laughs> I prefer them bigger. I don't like them that strong. I prefer them stronger, you know? I prefer them bigger. Yeah, you like them stronger, don't you? Bigger. Yeah. I hate how, to how are you with a spanner, by the way? What about the taste? Taste was bloody delicious. Well, I haven't licked her yet, so <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's what I was worried about. Time will tell. Yeah, there we go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, taste. Um, I liked it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got that. Well, that that bicarb with the bicarb making the. You keep talking you know, about bicarb. Bicarb, bicarb, right? Yeah, bicarb. Tastes good. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Okay. Four. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. It's cake A from Lucy Roberts. Well done, Lucy. Well done. Thank you very much, Lucy. And all the other cake bakers as well. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. Big Thank round of applause you. for the winner. Just one second, Lucy. As Her you've won, uh, you have won two weekend tickets to the Amplified Open Air Festival in North Leach. So well done. And if you want to come and see us uh, at the merch stand, we also have a, a little poster for you as well uh, of Daisy in her Swindon Town BAFTA dress. Uh, and also to Joe and Tracy, if you want to come and see us as well, we've got one of those for you as well. So thank you very much, everybody, for that. Wonderfully done.
I'd just like to say, though, Pavel, somebody came up with this and they think this is some kind of joke. Shop bought co op. Dan, deal with it. Fucking. We've still got somebody still on the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together as well for Alex. Thank you very much, Alex. Have a great birthday. And you can keep that just for you. That's your birthday present. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the end of the very first WTAF of This Country podcast live. Have you had fun tonight? Yeah. Thank fuck for that. <laughs> it was a bit of a worry, wasn't it? It was a little bit. It was a bit of a worry. So, without further ado, a huge thank you for everybody involved. First off, Mr. Michael Sleggs. Milk it, son. Go on. <laughs> Please put your hands together for Mr. Jimmy Walker. And a huge round of applause for the bastard himself, Mr. Paul Cooper. Okay, many thanks to Alex and the rest of the team here at the Sundar Theatre. And once again, a huge thank you to Rob Grace for warming you guys up. Wonderfully done, Rob. Uh, Please come and check out the podcast, like we've said. Uh, We are going to be at the merch store uh, uh, when the the show's finished. Uh, So please come around. We will do whatever you want. No, that's (laughs) not right. (laughs) Ah, we might, you know. I mean... Oh, oh, firstly, I need to give you that, Paul, for that amazing bit of mime of you with that, the, the, be- the cake being really heavy. So I'm going to give you that. Well done. I'd Put just like next- to thank my, my, my agent, uh, all the crew and cast, the family. This is absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. I think that's going to look amazing in between the BAFTAs. I think that'll look fantastic. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell him when he gets one of these, he's oh, re- a real God. man. Jill, you leave that till the end? You've, have you had that under your seat for the whole show? We could have had that, we could have had that on there for the whole show. Oh, my God, oh. My hands are all sweaty. Oh, is there hot in here? Let's waft a BAFTA in front of Yes. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> when we get this, can you all please take photographs? Please take photographs, because then we can say that we won a BAFTA and it was on our... This is like, this is like part in Pulp Fiction. I feel your, what have your, you your got face in your handbag? Lipstick, yeah, compact case, BAFTA, chewing gum. You ain't going to believe how heavy this is. I hope it glows. Did you bake it? Suspense. Wow, look at that. Oh, look at that. Photos, photos. Let's put it there. Let's put it there for now. Right, that's got some weight to it, isn't it? It's heavy, isn't it? You don't have to pretend with that. Okay. um, 
One more big thank you. Yes. And that's to you, sir. And to you, sir. Thank you very much, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We hope you've had loads of fun. Uh, We're hopefully going to do this again, if you've all enjoyed it. Uh, If you've taken photos or videos, please put them up on on Twitter or Facebook. Hashtag WTAF Live. We'd love to see what you've filmed and what you've uh, recorded and shot and all that kind of stuff. So we thought the best way to finish the night uh, was a a little bit of a sing-song. So, uh, I'm Pavo. I'm Neil. This has been WTAF Live, a This Country podcast. Thank you ever so much, everybody. And sing along. Standing in the rain. I'll hand you my jacket. Guess I'm just a good guy. I have something to say. You're always out of reach These words I long to preach Love is blind, why can't you see The way you've got a hold on me In the dark of the night I'll be your path and your light I'm standing here with good intentions Waiting on divine intervention Goodbye just a good guy Girl, give me a try Find love with a good guy Sing along if you know it, sing along Good guy I'm just a good guy Come on, don't be shy Find love with a good guy So there you go. I hope you enjoyed that. As you can see, sometimes you couldn't quite hear the the audience. And then sometimes you could. They all sounded like they had a fantastic time. And they did. Um, Once again, big thank you to Slegzy, uh, Jimmy, and of course Paul. um, And to everybody there that that helped out. To Rob Grace. And to the wonderful audience. Uh, We will hopefully be doing another one before the end of the year. So uh, please come and follow us on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram at WTAF This Country uh, to get all the news and also for any other bits and pieces. And obviously subscribe, rate and review the podcast if you do that for us. Uh, it gets us in the charts, which is amazing for something the size of what we do to get in the charts anyway, but it gets more people to know about the podcast. And also tell your friends and uh, just share the love of this country uh, with everybody. Um, we, we've got a, There's a lovely fan community out there, um, which we were right in the middle of um, when, you know, during this show uh, that we did last night. I'm rambling now. I'm sorry. I'm rambling. Uh, I don't mean to ramble. Um, right. Patreon. Um, now, a lot of you have uh, been a bit confused with the fact that when you go to the Patreon page, it's all in dollars. Well, it's in dollars because it's a American company. Um, if you were to donate, if you were kind enough to donate, then it gets transferred into pounds 
So it's like five dollars, which works out about I think like three dollars. Uh, sorry, three pounds. Uh, and it's a monthly um, donation. And with that, you'll get there are different kinds of rewards that you can get. Uh, as you heard in this podcast, Paul Carpenter last month uh, donated five dollars, and he chose um, a signed postcard from Daisy. But we have signed postcards from pretty much all of the members of the cast. Um, to be honest, we missed a trick. We should have got Jimmy to sign some for us <laughs> while he was with us. Uh, but yeah, Slegs. Paul, uh, Ashley, who plays Mandy, Paul Chahidi, who plays uh, the vicar, uh, Daisy and Charlie, uh, Trevor, who plays Len. Um, I think that's all of them. Um, so we've had a couple of a couple more donators. Uh, we have Nathan Wilkins, who's very kindly donated one a uh, dollar a month, uh, and also Max Thomas, who's very kindly and very generously donated fifteen dollars a month. Which, uh, for that, he gets every single postcard with uh, the signatures on it. So uh, that will be coming through the post to you, Max, um, in the very near future. Uh, that's it from me. And uh, I'm going to go and uh, lick my wounds now because Liverpool have just lost the European Cup final. Uh, we need a new goalkeeper. And if you follow football, you'll completely understand what that means. Uh, it's been... An up down kind of couple of days, and this is it's been a fantastic uh, emotional few days, um, and this puts a real shitty little current on the top of the wonderful cake that I'm sure even Martin Mucklow uh, would have given ten out of ten for. Thank you ever so much again, and we will see you next week for we're going to go through episode three of uh, series two in depth. But we hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's a little bit different. Um, and thank you very much again. And go and get plumbed, you fuckers. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.